Hey there, how are you? Welcome to Healthy Ish, the podcast from Body and Soul with me, your host, Felicity Harley. Do you ever stop and think, God, it's so hard to be healthy, but why? We have all the info at our fingertips, literally. Well, one man advocating for all of us, the collective, to live healthier lives is medical doctor and globally renowned public health expert, Dr. Sandro DeMeo. He also happens to be the CEO of Vic Health and stars in the ABC series Magda's Big National Health Check. He joins me via Zoom from Melbourne to discuss why your postcode determines your health. If you like what you hear from Dr. Sandro, he's up on Extra Healthish, where we go a bit deeper into this topic. You can search for that wherever you get your podcasts. Dr. Sandro, welcome to Healthish. Thank you for having me. Let's go straight into it. Now, I read that fabulous story of yours on um, ABC about why it's impossible to be healthy in Australia and uh, so true. Before we get to that, when it comes to our health, give us a bit of an overview. Where are we at in Australia? Is it really that bad? Well, look, the good news is we have a world-class health system, one that you know much of the world envies. Uh, most people can access healthcare when they need it. We have uh, excellent you know, hospital and tertiary care. There are still issues in accessing a GP, particularly for regional and remote communities, um, and affordability is, some, is, is often quite an issue. But access to healthcare and the idea of universal health coverage is, is definitely something we should be proud of here in Australia. The downside, though, is despite that and despite being seen as a very healthy, active, kind of outdoorsy, lucky country, uh, one in two Australians now live with chronic disease. Most of us live with multiple chronic diseases. These diseases uh, see us die early, um, you know, when when we don't need to. Uh, and the average Australian lives with 11 years of pain and suffering at the end of their life from diseases we know um, how to prevent. And these, of course, are diseases like heart disease, which is the leading cause of death in Australia, uh, but also diabetes, um, uh, stroke and and, uh, and different types of cancer. Now, you wrote in your article that, you know, the cards are stacked against us. And sometimes, you know, when we walk outside up, the, up to our local street and I just think we live in, in this built food environment, it is so hard for us to make healthy choices, healthy decisions, mm. even for me who has, you know, the health background and I'm sure you fall in that same category and I think, <laughs> hang on, I struggle to be healthy. Yeah. How does everyone else who doesn't have this knowledge stay healthy? Why is it so hard? Yeah, and, and it hasn't always been the case and it doesn't have to be the case. But uh, we've seen this rapid rise in chronic disease in, in um, these diseases over the last couple of decades. And it is uh, because of changes largely in the environment around us. So it's easy to blame ourselves. It's easy to point the finger at each other. But we really need to be, be, be careful not to. Because I always say if, I, if we had a, a class or a school of school children uh, and half of them were falling behind, we wouldn't hesitate to look at the environment, at the curriculum, at the um, you know, at the lighting, at the at the at the quality of the classroom. There's no way that we would sort of point the finger individually at half the class of kids and think that somehow they've all just started to fall behind because of you know poor choices. And yet we live in a country where half of Australians are living with chronic disease. Uh, you know, a huge number and a number that that is that has increased rapidly in a very short period of time. Um, and yet we still have this narrative that it's 
our own fault, mm. that it's the fault of the individual, that we're making poor choices or it's laziness. And I, I don't I don't buy that for a second. Uh, what what's happened instead is that our our lives have fundamentally changed. Um, we you know we know that postcode is the strongest predictor, one of the strongest predictors uh, of your life expectancy because of the power of the built environment around you. So if we're building neighbourhoods where it's impossible to get access uh, or it's very difficult to get access to fresh food, to take the kids for a walk, to find green space, if there are no parks or trees um, you know, in, in the spaces and places we're building, how can we then blame individuals if they're not getting physical activity? The same way if, you know, if we're if we're designing cities where it's really difficult to get access to fresh food, to to, you know, the average, there's a statistic that, you know, in, in St Kilda, the average um local lives four hundred meters from a fresh food um outlet like a grocer or a supermarket. In some of the new neighborhoods though, in lower income neighborhoods, um, they can be up to 14 kilometres wow. from a fresh food outlet. We also know that fast food outlets dominate these same neighbourhoods, these lower income neighbourhoods. So um, regional communities, low income communities, two and a half times as many fast food outlets and really difficult to get access to fresh food. And then finally, I mean, the, the third example is that, you know, we're being the, these products that we know are associated with chronic disease products, foods, drinks that are high in sugar and salt and fat uh, are being heavily marketed to us and to our kids in particular at every turn, uh, whether it's at the bus stop on the way to school or work, uh, you know, whether it's on the highway and the only option as you commute to and from work, whether it's the way we design our supermarkets, which are designed more based on the premise of a casino than a growth than a than a traditional food fresh food market um, or indeed what I call the billboards that we carry around with us all the time our phones mm-hmm. which which are basically just you know mini billboards in our pockets using our data up to 13 million data points collect, uh, 23 million data points connect collect, collected uh, on uh, sorry up to 72 million data points con- collected on the average 13 year old here in Australia wow. uh, by the time they get to their 13th birthday. And that data is who they are, where they go, what their what their feelings are, who their friends are, what they buy. All of that data is used to then really specifically tailor uh, you know, the marketing message to get them at the point when they're feeling down, when they're feeling hungry, when they're feeling um, lonely or isolated or sad. To, to 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 kind of hit them at that point of 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 um, vulnerability uh, with a marketing message, usually for a product that we know is associated with an increased risk of chronic disease. So at every stage, it's layer upon layer that we have to wade through, and that our kids have to wade through um, to to try and kind of fight to be healthy. And it shouldn't be this way, and it doesn't need to be this way. Other countries in the world have taken important actions as a society, as a community. Um, to to put protections in place and they're seeing the benefits. So with all that info, what can we do on the micro level? You know, how can, what what can we do to help change this environment we live in? Can we make a difference? Oh, absolutely. It's always been a small group of individuals that that ultimately change things and, um, and change the systems uh, for everyone. I think, 
you know, first of all, not blaming ourselves, understanding that there is a bigger issue here at play that requires government leadership, that requires communities to work together, and that requires our collective voices, but not blaming each other and not blaming ourselves in the process. You know, parents, there is not a parent out there that is not trying to do the best thing, the best by their kids with the with the opportunities and the means uh, and the privilege that they've been given in life. Uh, the problem is that that you know, the cards are stacked against too many of these parents, uh, making it tough for them to do what they want to do for their kids uh, and give their kids the best possible start in life. So we need to we need to acknowledge that, you know, to move past the blame game, uh, to to learn and, and share knowledge amongst ourselves, have a conversation about this. Don't feel as though you're going to be judged and don't judge those around you. Encourage conversations, encourage a sharing of experiences so that we can understand that actually everyone's challenged and 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 trying to work through these issues and then once we have done that and and maybe start to build some knowledge around how the food environments are actively shaping um, our our choices and our opportunities uh, a little bit about food labeling so we understand how to navigate the supermarket environment how to choose between different products um and that we we we've understood that that solutions exist around the world we can learn from. Um, you know, this that's a powerful starting place uh, for collective and individual change. Dr. Sandro, thank you for coming on Healthy-ish. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this chat with Dr. Sandro. He does brew his own little potty from Vic Health. It is called In Good Health, and I will leave links to that in the show notes. If you want more from us, well, Dr. Sandro is up on Extra Healthy-ish where we take a deeper dive into this subject, or you can jump online, bodyandsoul.com.au, follow us on social media, or listen to many other podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us, as always, and we would love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast or share this episode with a mate. And until next time, listen, stay healthy-ish. Hey, I'm Felicity Harley and I host Healthy-ish, where we chat to experts, influencers and people in the know from around the globe to arm you with the knowledge to make healthier decisions for your mind, body and soul. I think if we're going to be focusing on health, like sleep is probably the biggest component of that. I, I think sleep is the cornerstone. Like choose the harder option because I've never woken up and gone, I regret that run that I went at 4am. I've never done that. Search for Healthy-ish and Extra Healthy-ish wherever you get your podcasts.